What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Magic Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Cohen. And as always, I am joined by the general manager and head coach of Magic Gaming, Jonah Edwards. And today we bring back special guest, Josh Hunter, a.k.a. Unguardable. Thanks to uh, both of you for coming aboard. So it's been a while since we've seen Magic Gaming in action. The scheduling this year was quite unusual in that the NBA 2K League had their turn tournament bracket play uh, a little later on. There was a bye week in between, and then some of the teams that didn't qualify for bracket play had some time to prepare for the ticket. But now the Magic are preparing for the ticket with hopes of qualifying for the playoffs. We're still waiting to find out exactly who they'll play in the first round of the tournament. We believe it's going to be Boston, but we're still waiting for confirmation on that. So, Jonah, your team has had, I'm sure, a lot of practice time over these last few weeks. How would you assess where the team is at heading into the ticket? Yeah, you know, we we were able to – it's been weeks, obviously, since we've played. So we were able to take some time off, which I think was well needed by the group in general and um, able to come back over the last week or two and, and really, really hammer home at practice. So I think we've been really intentional about working on specific things and and really focusing on improvement. Um, which is, you know, what, what our goal was, uh, you know, after, after, uh, what was a really, really disappointing turn group play. So I think we've done a lot of those things and, and continue to do those things. We should, we should be a lot better, um, you know, come, come this week. Unguardable, when you guys are clicking and playing your best, what is it that you as a team do really well and gives you key advantages over your opponents? I think when we're playing our best, our offense is flowing. Defensively, we're rotating well. We're on a string, and everybody's just having a good time. I think a big key to playing 2K is just having fun and remembering that this is a video game and it's a fun time. I feel like once when we're having fun, everything else just falls into place. Now, conversely to that, what are the things that has been challenging for you guys and that you hope improves in the ticket? I think the biggest challenge is consistency. And considering they're all best of ones and our offense has clicked at such a high level, all all it has to do is click for four games and we're the ticket champs and that we're in the playoffs. So we have the we have the potential and we've shown it throughout the year. It's just being consistent with it. And I feel like once if we do that, we'll probably win win it all. Considering your group has played some of the better teams well, for instance, your last win was against Gen G, which is a playoff team, and you play top-seeded 76ers GC Tough in bracket play of the tip-off. Do you feel, Jonah, that gives you some some added confidence as a group, just knowing what can be accomplished when you guys are on your A game? Yeah, I mean, we there are a, a lot of reasons to feel confident. I think like we, in moments, have been really, really, really good this year, have been one of the better teams in our conference. I think that we can look around the league and see, you know, even Charlotte's run over the last couple of weeks and just realize just how small the gap is from being the 10th best team in the East to being the best one. Um, and so that that's encouraging. I think that, you know, we look at the result we had last year in this tournament, um, not just us, but also symptoms um, on our team now. So um, four of the five, you know, we're, we're ticket finalists last year. So um, there's a lot of reasons to be encouraged about, you know, the fact that we can do this thing. Um, I, I certainly believe we can. I think the room thinks that we can, um, you know, the message from me and, and, you know, just keep focusing on improving every day now. And, and I still think that if we, if we beat Boston in the first round um, on Friday, I think we're going to win the whole thing and uh, we're going to be a dangerous team in the playoffs. I think we're going to be, you know, on, on that momentum tear and uh, facing a Gen G team in which we, we played really, really well a few weeks ago when we weren't even playing our best ball. 
you alluded to it before, especially with Hornets Venom GT winning the turn. Is this the most parody that you've seen in the NBA 2K League since its inaugural, inaugural season? It just seems like the competitive balance is so almost even. I mean, close to even. Obviously, there are certain teams that have a little bit more leverage and momentum than others, but it just seems like the competitive balance is so strong and that there isn't much of a gap between a big majority of the teams in this league. Yeah, I, I would say it's it's the the most parity we've seen in the 2K League uh, for sure, at least since season one, uh, no question. So it's really interesting. I, I think like I look at the standings and I'm like, wow, these are not the 10 best teams that are the 10 playoff teams, in my opinion. So um, it's really interesting. And it's in both conferences. A lot of the teams that had really great tip-offs didn't have great turns. You know, Memphis made the semifinals of the tip-off tournament. And they're not even after, you know, beating beating the Warriors, uh, having a great run. They're not playoff team, you know. They're they're looking out uh, or on the outside looking in. So um, it's it's really interesting. Um, I think it, it's it's a lot about this league's build and uh, or this year's build, and just there's not a huge skill gap to it. So a lot of it is just who you are each individual day. Um, so you know if we're able to put our best foot forward on Friday and get this ball rolling, I think we're we're as competitive as any team in the league when we're when we're feeling feeling good about ourselves. And uh, I think Unguardable alluded to it in the fact that like when we're having fun, we're we're a dangerous team. And unguardable, you individually are having a fantastic season. I know you're focused on team performance and winning as a group, but when you hear others talk about you in the MVP conversation or just mention you as one of the best players in the world, how does that make you feel? Does that give you some added confidence, a little boost of, you know, belief that you know you can compete with just about anybody in the world, maybe even be the premier player in the world? Yeah, it definitely gives me confidence, but it's confidence that's already kind of there. I feel like I've put in, especially this offseason, more work than almost anyone in the league. So I expected this coming into it. Uh, It definitely feels great to be mentioned with the best, but winning is really the main goal. And I would say this season has definitely been a disappointment overall. Now, of course, last year you guys made it to the ticket final, which allowed you guys to qualify for the 5v5 playoffs. Uh, Josh, what do you remember from that moment? I know you guys were also in the steal and you won that tournament to qualify for 3v3 playoffs. But what do you remember specifically from the 5v5 side of making it all the way to that final? I, I definitely remember after winning the steal, like the momentum was there, like, the ball was rolling. We won the steal, and then we won the first game, and then we, like, we was playing good, and it just all clicked. All all it takes in this league is for it to click at the right time, and you never know what can happen. I'm pretty sure going going to the turn the turn the Hornets definitely weren't favored to win, but they beat the T Wolves, and then the ball started rolling, and it's hard to stop a team when they playing their best ball. Just going around the league a little bit, Jonah. Who who's your MVP right now? Yeah, my, my vote will be for Ant season for MVP. What has made him so special this year? I mean, obviously there's been several guys rising in their own ways, but what about him specifically has made him one of the, you know, top players in your eyes? Yeah, I mean, he I think in both modes he's been phenomenal. I think he he has done a lot to to improve those around him. I think you look at bag motions improvements since he's been there, it's been it's been incredible. Um, some of that I think definitely goes to Ant's ability to make his, his teammates better. I think Connor has been 
a premier power forward in the league this year and was not really anticipated to be so, um, despite, you know, made the fact that he was a, t- a first round pick. And I think he's doing more with less than a lot of the other guys in the conversation for MVP. You know, you look at Shifty Kai, I think he has a pretty, at least on paper, a pretty studded, star studded uh, roster around him. You look at Dre, um, guys that maybe can be in that conversation. Um, I think for sure it should be uh, Ant season. And I will say one other name, Antoine Love, if he had played 3v3 and they had been a playoff team, um, I think is right there in that conversation too. I just think that the fact that he hasn't played 3v3 just kind of unfortunately doesn't doesn't allow him to win that award. And Josh, who would be your choice at this point based on what you've seen? Obviously, there's still some competition left with the ticket and then the playoffs, but uh, who do you feel has been the number one ranked player uh, so far this season? My vote is actually also for Ansees, and I think he's been the best player overall throughout the year. And is he a player that you've gone up against a lot through your years playing 2K, whether it be in the 2K league or in pro-am tournaments or other just, you know, maybe some amateur play along the way? Yeah, I was coming up playing retail. We played a good amount. And, like, we were, like, he was supposed to get drafted that year. So we were, like, the top top five, both top five guards coming into the class. And we played a lot. We talked. It was different. in the draft process, there was a chance we ended up on the same team. So we both have, I feel like we both have mutual respect for each other. He's just overall just a good player. And shifting over to rookie of the year, uh, Jonah, who would you have for that award right now? Yeah, this one's a little trickier just because I think, you know, I, I mentioned Antoine Love. Um, that's who I'm going to be voting for, would be Antoine Love. He's my rookie of the year. I think that what he's done in Charlotte is so, so impressive. Uh, but he didn't play half the season, right? Because he wasn't in the league. So um, I think the other name would obviously be Greens. I think the third name you can maybe throw in is Loki Godlike from Dukes, uh, who's been really, really good as well. But um, I think those three are the top three, no question. But uh, to me, it has to be Antoine Love. Man, from worst to to being a banner banner team um, is really, really impressive. And, and, you know, you can say a lot about the fact he didn't play 3v3, but, man, that Hornets team was – Believe me, from scrimmages, from playing them, they were they were abysmal. Um, they were the worst team in the league, and he turned them into a legitimate contender in the league overnight, essentially. So uh, that's very, very impressive. Josh, who would be your choice for the uh, Rookie of the Year honor? I think it could go either way between Antoine Love and Greens, but with the league being how many games it is in threes and then – just it being a threes and fives league and how good Greens was picking that team up to where they I don't think they were that good last year until they got him. I think I would say my vote is Greens. He's been good. He had a great turn. They went eight and zero before they took they lost and then in threes he was easily a top three guard. I think he has to be the rookie of the year because he played both modes. Now I assume they're still giving out Defensive Player of the Year, right, Joan? I know they've done that yes. in the past. Okay, who who would be your pick for that honor? This one's really tough, uh, and so is most improved. But I, I, I'll probably be voting for either Cease or Bag Motion. Um, I think Cease with the Warriors, man, he changed the game there uh, for the Warriors when he got there. Instantly turned their defense into something that was really, really incredible. Um, and ob- obviously was a was probably the the best, certainly the best defender on their thirty three team uh, in Cleveland for a playoff team in Cleveland. So um, I would vote for Cease probably or Bag Motion, who's had an incredible improvement. Um, if the Celtics had had a really good turn and made the playoffs in 5v5, my vote would have sure certainly been for Tezo, um, who I think is is an impressive player as well. But um, unfortunately, because of the 5v5 result, I think I'll probably end up with C or bag motion. How about you, Josh? 
My vote would be Cease, for sure. Now, has he always been considered one of the elite defenders, or is that something that he evolved into? I was trying to remember his play in the past. Is that something that he's always been known for? I'll let you answer that one, Josh. Uh, season four, before I was in the league, he was considered actually one of like the worst players in the league. Hmm. And then season five, he he worked really hard in the offseason. He came back, got drafted in, I think, the beginning of the second round with the Bucks, and went – he just he turned it all around. He won most improved. He won a championship. He got the he got the nickname Super. Like he had the Rillo effect really worked for him, and he ended up turning it around and being really good now. Interesting stuff as always. Always appreciate the insight and knowledge from you guys. So that'll wrap up this edition of the Magic Gaming Podcast. Once again, thanks to Jonah and Josh for coming aboard. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Magic Gaming will be participating in the ticket, which starts this Friday. They'll have to win three games to qualify for the playoffs. There'll also be a fourth game if they were to win those first three for prize money. And so make sure you tune in for that. It'll be both on Twitch and YouTube. And until next time, thanks again.